pronouns are they, them, and theirs. I'm a professional psychic and a professional brow artist, and Psychic Brows is a channel where I combine both. This week's series is called Crossing Over, Seven Things I've Learned as a Psychic Medium. And today's episode is about visits and dreams. discuss visits and dreams is because it's such an accessible way for people to bridge that communication between themselves and their guides or loved ones that they, who have passed that they want to communicate with because quite honestly obviously when people book a reading session that's what they're asking someone to do for them to be that um, connect and peace between the two worlds for them but very often they will also inquire, well, how can I do this on my own? Or how do I know how to talk to my guides? Or how can I reach out to my loved one who's passed? And this is where the concept of dreams comes in so well. In order for that to make sense, I wanna give a little background on what it's like without going into too much detail of when I connect to do readings. Whenever I'm connecting to do readings, I have to somewhat step outside of my own body. And these are just the ways that I explain them that makes sense to me and so hopefully they translate to make sense to you as well but I'm not fully in my physical body when I'm connecting with uh, beings outside of this physical world okay and so I always say I'm kind of half in my body half out when I'm doing that and in order to talk with them I have to get somewhat out of this physical world and then they also try to get in down get into our world as much as possible so we do this kind of meet in the middle somewhat and the fact of it is is it takes a lot of energy on both ends to do it so anything that can ease that is helpful and that's what sleep does when you're in your dreams your body naturally has this separation where your soul or whatever you like to call it leaves your physical body and starts traveling around and so i always say there you go there's the catalyst that makes the experiment go. And it's already right there for you to grasp onto. And sometimes it's just knowing then how do you have some intention and purpose and control of it so that you can use it to actually communicate clearly and effectively and retain the messages that you receive. And that's kind of the key there too. So I wanna go through an exercise that was shared with me once years ago. About a dozen years ago, uh, Catherine Harwig, who is a psychic that I worked with previously and done some training with, they had taught this to a class I was in. And I like it a lot and I've adapted a lot of it. So I wanna give credit where credit's due because it's important to honor where you've received knowledge from and give thanks and gratitude to the person that shared it with you. So I really very often rooted back to this core of this specific dream analysis type of class that she shared with us. And so I've obviously added things to it or tweaked it or done things or you know expanded upon it for myself over the years. But a lot of this core does come from some things I learned from her and I like to acknowledge that. So 
when it comes to being able to have visits in your dreams and communicate with your guides or loved ones, there's some pretty straightforward steps you can do to make that as clean of a process as possible. And so, you know, we're really gonna do some strategic things of setting your intention before bed, inviting your guides in, paying attention to your dreams when you're in it, being able to decipher which ones are actually these communication dreams, being able to retain the information when you're awake so that you can actually then decipher your dream and give that gratitude acknowledgement to whomever visited and shared with you. So starting with that first piece of setting your intention before bed. So it's good to make as few distractions as possible and have a nice clean space energetically, physically around you when you do this. And while you're just simply going to invite your guides to come to you to share messages with you about whatever it is you wanna ask them. And when it comes to asking your question, the key here is to be as clear and specific and precise as possible. Because the more precise your question, the more precise your answer. If you ask something very vague, such as, do you have any messages for me? <laughs> the answer is gonna be, yeah, there's a lot of them. And if you just get a bunch of random stuff at you, it's probably not gonna make a lot of sense or be much that you're gonna retain. So. The advice I have is to make that as clear as possible. Act as if you're writing a paper and you're trying to narrow down a topic that you're focusing on. So instead of saying something like, hey, do you have any messages for me tonight? Make it more specific to something such as, hey, do you have any guidance for me if taking this new job opportunity is good or not, a good choice or not for me. Do you see how that made that a lot more specific and something to focus into? One of the things to keep in mind is that, like I said, it's hard to, there's a lot of energy to try and cross these planes or dimensions or frequencies, whatever you wanna call it, and communicate with each other. So the more efficient you can make it, the more clean you can make it, the better the message is that's gonna come through because there's not a lot of opportunity to have flutter talk around it. You gotta get what you can out and retain what you can out because one, you'll probably be you know, practicing this too at first. So you wanna make it as clean as possible. The other thing which I find very, very important to do is I always set my protection shield up before I go to sleep. Whether or not I'm asking my guides for um, some specific assistance that evening, I always set my protection shields up for sleep. And that's because, like I said, you can go into your sleep world and your soul does leave your body and you are more open and out there and I like to make sure I'm protected. So when you open your door, to specifically asking your guides or guardians or loved ones to come in and talk to you, you're opening your door. And just like I don't want to leave my front door open for anyone or anything to come in without invitation or permission, it's the same way energetically. So I always invite my guides, ask them if they're able to, if they could come and assist me with this um, question I have this evening and also I invite that I put my shield up and invite that only my guides and guardians and loved ones are allowed within that shield and any beings that are not for my good or not important to be there they're 
they can't be there unless my guides say they're allowed to be there. So basically I ask if my guides can be a bouncer for me as well and help keep my space clear. And I do that a lot um, when my attention's divided and doing readings and stuff, ask guides to, in a sense, just be a, assist in my protection shield. And so I think that's really important. So setting your intention and setting up your protection shield. Then the next part's super easy, you go to sleep. You go to sleep and you dream. And the key piece with the dreams is this. You just wanna be able to decipher the difference between what is what I call a special dream, okay? Or what can be called a dump dream. And a special dream is what we're trying to focus on, what some people call astral traveling or psychic dreams. I call them special dreams. Super, super techie I am. And the dump dreams are just the natural processes that your brain grows, goes through to filter through the daily activity information that you received. And the best way I can describe the difference of those is a special dream is the dream that when you wake up, it feels so different and it feels so real and you can feel it in all your being versus the other ones, which are just kind of like miscellaneous weird stuff, okay? So now that next step is when you wake up. And this is gonna be the one that takes seriously a lot of practice, but it's okay. It gets better and it gets better and eventually your body just does it on its own. You don't wanna move right away when you wake up because what happens is remember, in order to have this communication going on with these other beings, you are not fully in this physical world. And when you start to jar and jerk yourself awake and do things like get up and use the bathroom or talk to someone or take the pet outside, you are now being pulled fully back into this physical world. And that's when you tend to lose that information and you're not quite able to grasp on it. And then before you know it, it's gone. So what I'm gonna encourage you to do when you start practicing this is if you could do it the first time, possibly on either a morning that you don't have to wake up with an alarm clock, or you can make arrangements with possibly a significant other to take care of any morning stuff so that you have that time to consciously lay still while you're trying to remain not fully conscious. And like I said, it'll take practice, but it will come to you. And eventually your body will more than likely wake you up before your alarm. So you have always those times to assess what you had dreamt or you know experienced the night before. So when you wake up, you wanna stay as still as you can and start going through the dream details of the special dream that you had and gently reach very close by for your notebook and pen or phone to do audio clip of where you start recording those details and record every detail that you can of that special dream and you'll find that as you go along you get you start remembering more, remembering more and more of those details and it starts to become very, very layered and that's great. And you do that until you come to the conclusion of the dream or you've come into full consciousness and you just kind of started to lose it. But get as much as you can, even if it's only the first a chunk of it, you don't even know it's the beginning, middle or end, or it's just the beginning of it. Get everything that you can because that's what's gonna lead us to the fun part. Okay, so you ready? So here's the fun part. You get to decipher your dream and you get to figure out your message. And this is where you get to start assessing 
what all the symbols and the things you were shown or seen or felt actually mean in response to answer of what you had asked. So when it comes to deciphering the dream, here's a few things I want you to keep in mind. You'll go through the dream and there'll be certain parts of it that really stick out to you. So say somebody's like, okay, I was walking along through the woods and then I came upon a snake and the snake was really big and it was really vivid and I could just feel that it was a really important part of this dream. Okay, so now what I want you to do is I want you to write down three adjectives that come to your mind right away when you think of a snake. So for one person, you know, they may say, oh, a snake is scary and slimy and um, I don't, I don't know, untrustworthy. And then in regards to your question that you asked, then that would apply the meaning to the answer. So if your question that you had asked was, hey, can you give me some insight if this new job opportunity I've been offered is a good one? Then that symbolism of what that means to you would apply to this. So that you're maybe a little fearful or scared or not trustworthy of this position that was offered to you or some context of it around it. This is where I wanna take a side note because a lot of times when people have a dream and they're like, whoa, it was so cool and then there was this snake in it and I, it was just so vivid I immediately looked up online, what does it mean when you see a snake in your dreams? And it says this, I want you to not do that, at least for the time being. And I'm not saying 100% that it's not something that would be helpful at times or be worthwhile, but what I think is important is that you learn to figure out your own psychic communication language. And the fact of it is, is that what you're shown in your dreams is gonna represent what they mean to you. So think of the example person A where what a snake meant to them was, you know, distrustful, scary, slimy, whatever. Um, but then you ask maybe a different, if a different person saw a snake in their dream, and the first three adjectives that they thought of without thinking, when they said, what does a snake make you think of? And they said, wisdom, archaic, transformation. Well, now think about that in response to if their question was, can you give me insight into this job opportunity that was um, presented for me? Is it a good move for me? Well, for them, it seems like it would be. It seems like it would be something that was a positive thing. Whereas for the first person, that would possibly not be a great job decision for them. Does that make sense when I say that? So when you're shown something, the way you should interpret it should be the way of what it means to you because this is your language. And our guides and our guardians and our loved ones, they're gonna communicate with us in a way that we can understand them. So, you know, they're not gonna, I speak, you know, as I speak English, right? My guides aren't gonna start talking to me in German, I don't understand German. So they're gonna do it in a way that I can understand. 
right? That's how I can talk to animals, right? I'm gonna hear in the way that I can interpret it and understand. So the same thing goes for when you're trying to decipher what things mean in your dream, it's going to be what it symbolizes and means for you, not necessarily what it means for somebody else. A snake for one person can not be a positive sign, whereas a snake for another person can be a very positive sign. Okay, so that is the biggest piece of that that I want you to take out of it because I think it's so important. And like I said, it doesn't mean you can't ever refer to those things again of somebody else's interpretation. There's a time and a place for everything. But right now, the whole purpose of exploring dreams and visiting with other beings and dreams is for you to be able to communicate. And for you to do that, you have to learn your language. That's all it comes down to. So, then, last thing that you do, and the most important thing, express gratitude to your guides or your loved ones or whomever you communicate with and whoever took that time and that energy and that effort to come visit you and help you with whatever it was you asked for insight in because there should always be an equal exchange of energy. And an equal exchange of energy for that would be to say thank you and to express that gratitude. And I say that with a smile on my face because anyone, not anyone, but most people who've had readings with me have encountered in the reading where I get chastised by my guides because I forget to give gratitude. It's something that I get reminded of a lot. It's sometimes they tease me and sometimes they get pretty annoyed with me and I get better at it. And I want for people to have better manners than be with it because there is a point where it's just not okay anymore, right? We know better. So make sure to give gratitude for what they did because as I said earlier, it takes a lot of energy to do this. And it takes a lot of energy when truthfully on your end, if you're on the learning curve of it, they have to do more to get to you, right? So utilizing the sleep helps that, you know, the, but they still have to work hard to get to you. So to give them appreciation for that is super important. So what's the message of today? Dreams are awesome. They are such an accessible way for people to be able to connect and communicate with their guides or guardians or loved ones who have passed that they would like to get some insight from. The steps are pretty straightforward. You know, set your intention, invite your guides in, pay attention to your dreams, document them. And like I said, just I think it's really important that you remember what you experience in your dream what it represents is always what it means to you. So that may be different for what that thing would mean to somebody else. But remember, your guides and guardians are always going to talk to you in a language that you understand. That just makes sense. That's just what's going to be the clearest form of communication and the most efficient way to get that information across. So I encourage you to set aside those books again. Remember what I said? I encourage you to set aside what other people's meanings are, at least for now, and really apply what it is for you. And remember, 
gratitude. Give gratitude to your guides and your loved ones for coming and taking the time to do that with you. And I give you gratitude for sharing this time with me today. And I wish you all the sweetest and loveliest dreams. And I look forward to next time. Take care. Hi, thanks for watching. If you'd like more psychic or bra related content, be sure to comment and let me know. Otherwise, I'll see you next time. Take care.